welcome back. <laughs> yeah, it's been a good week. Yeah. Look at, uh, good to be back. We're joking. We literally took five <laughs> seconds of silence in the studio. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of but funny. For you that, all, it'll be next week. Yeah, we call this the studio. It's just a yeah. breakout room. Yeah. We need to come up with a different name for it. Yeah. I think it's the studio. The studio should be this small group room. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, or do you think I that could... we need a name for the studio? Well, I was thinking we need a name for the studio, but okay. the, the studio is kind of cool. I mean, it has a certain... Well, I, I don't know. Think cool vibe to that, it. Um, you know, there's something cool that's kind of going on in and around your life. You are married to a famous author now. So this we could just yeah, dedicate this space to the Hannah C. Howard studio. This could be the Hannah C. That that's true. I mean, she's the most famous person I know. So Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Likewise. I mean, I am a TV personality because <laughs> Really? <laughs> Well, I mean, the oh, oh, Sunday, yeah, Sunday morning services yeah. get recorded in both. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, she is definitely the most famous and m- way more deserving. Uh, I like that. The Hannah C. Howard Studio. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to Life on the Vine here in the Hannah C. Howard Studio. Mm-hmm. I'm Jackson. And I'm Dan. And we're here to discuss... What are we discussing today, Dan? So last week, last time, we were talking about repentance Mm-hmm. And this week we are talking about the kingdom of God because Jesus, first thing when he begins his ministry, says, "Repent, yeah, because the kingdom of God is at hand." And so, sweet repentance, kingdom of God. What do these two things have to do with each other? That's kind of what we want to tackle. Yeah. Well, so I think that's what we're going to tackle this week. But for those who didn't tune in to last week the podcast is available on the website hopefully <laughs> um but yeah um go back check out last week um but for those of you who are just joining us right now still want to finish this one repentance in a nutshell or what we talked about last week in a nutshell turning away from sin and a focus on self and a love of the world refocusing on christ and allowing yourself to see everything else through christ christ comes first Boom. Boom. Hey, we can go home now. Let's do it. That was good. No. Um, So, kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. What do we mean by the kingdom of God? What is that? Yeah, I think this is... I think this is a challenging one, Mm. particularly for those of us that don't think of ourselves as living in a kingdom, right? We're Americans... America. We don't like kings. No. We, you know, we're 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 get out of here. King we love George. Hamilton, right? You know, King George is some still haven't seen it. Fool, well, I haven't either. But yeah. listen to the music. Yeah, no, we don't, we don't like kings. That. Like yeah. we're, we're, we don't like kingdoms, <laughs> and so I think that this idea of the the kingdom, the kingdom of God, is a little a little challenging for us. So I think that you're absolutely right. That that kind of borrowing a little bit from last week in kind of talking about what the kingdom of God is. So we know that the kingdom has a king, right? Right. So, I mean, for those of you who are Americans and know nothing about kings and kingdoms, and you haven't nerded out into fantasy, A, why fantasy is really important uh, to um, life in general, but also life in Christ. Another podcast episode coming soon. Definitely, that's definitely coming. Uh, Oh, 
we may have to bring in Hannah C. Howard. Hannah C. Howard, yeah. for whom the studio is named. Yes. Um, but so the kingdom has has a king, and God is king, right? So right. there's the simplest explanation for kingdom of God. Yeah. But what that also, I think, tells us is that it is not the kingdom of Jackson. Okay? Mm. So we're borrowing from last week. Yeah. We divided up into like three things that we're turning away from. We're turning away from sin. We're turning away from the world. And we're turning away from ourselves. Okay? So yeah. the kingdom of God has a king and it's Jesus. The king is not Jackson. So I'm turning away from the kingdom of Jackson, right? Yeah. So then that also implies that there must be a kingdom of sin or evil or Ooh. destruction. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I th- so there's there's multiple kingdoms is what you're right. saying. Yeah. That there are different kingdoms. And and we all know, right, from fantasy, if mm-hmm. you read fantasy, if, if you know history. Yeah. History is also a good thing. You know what rival kingdoms do. They war. They war. Yeah. Over what? That's a great question. They were war over territory. It's true. War over people. True. War over resources. Yes. Things of value. War for dominance. Dominance. War over kingship. Yeah. So you think, let's take this kind of concept, this thought, and apply it. So God is at war with these opposing kingdoms for us, territory of our heart, the people of us, right? Just people in general. Yeah. So I just started reading, and some of you, I'm sure, watched the show, but I started reading Band of Brothers this past week. Really good. Stephen Ambrose, great author. Read some of the other stuff, D-Day, but never read Band of Brothers. So I'm just getting to the the drop into Normandy, right? So if you know, Band of Brothers is about E Company, this airborne platoon that was part of the 101, and they are dropped into Normandy for the D-Day invasion. And the whole idea of the invasion of Normandy is that the Allied forces under General Eisenhower are attacking the Europe and attacking France and the beaches of France where the German um, and the, the Third Reich and Hitler have ex- established dominance in this. The whole goal of this is retaking um, the land from Hitler, from the Germans, from the Nazis and taking it back, giving it back to the people to whom it, it actually belongs. And I think you know, this, this image is coming to mind as we're talking about the, the kingdom of God is at hand, and we'll talk a little more about that, but that this kingdom is coming. So it's, um, and when Jesus comes on the scene, it's, it's kind of similar to like a D-Day invasion. Yeah. Because Jesus is coming into the world that is under sin, under the powers of sin, yeah. under the influences of, of, of Satan, and he's establishing kind of a beachhead of this new kingdom, yeah. this rival kingdom. I like that image. I think you're totally right. Um, you know, and I've seen a few episodes of Bands of Brothers, Band of Brothers, but uh, I think that it's important that you reference the coming of Jesus kind of changing the game. Mm-hmm. And we talked last week a lot about um, kind of the historical context with the Jews and 
um, kind of Jewish law that went yeah. into things. But the Old Testament is is all pointing towards Christ, right? And then we have Christ who comes on the scene. He is um, establishing the kingdom of God, right? Which could have been, a, um, or at least we could have been working towards the establishment of the kingdom of God. But up until that point, in a lot of regards, we were kind of playing, uh, we as in humans in general, right? We were playing uh, defense in a lot of regards. We we're trying to stay away from sin. We're trying to abstain from being unclean. We're trying to um, uh, do what we can to not let these other kingdoms infect us or yeah. change our heart in a negative way, right? And then yeah. you see Jesus come on the scene, and he's like, bam, and he goes on offense, right? Yeah. Well, and think about the Ten Commandments, right? Sure. What's What's the first line of all the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt not, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. your point. It, it's it's defense. It's this is how to keep yourself from being stained, defiled, infected by the world. You know, it's like getting your immunization, getting your flu shot. Sure. It's to make sure that you don't get catch whatever the world has. Mm-hmm. And and when we see this in the Gospels, I love that you brought this up because we see this with the ideas around things like leprosy. Yeah. That if someone touched a leper they became unclean. And then the power, the understanding was that the the disease, the infection, sin mm-hmm. has the power. And so the only way to remain unstained is to avoid sin and avoid, avoid sickness. And then what does Jesus do, right? He comes and he touches the leper. Yeah. And instead of becoming infected, because instead of the kingdom of darkness infecting Jesus, what happens? You know, he's lepers healed, right? Right. That's sort of the, I love, that's what you're saying. That yeah. Jesus goes on the offensive. The kingdom, it's a new kingdom that's established. It's no longer just a rebellion against the kingdom of darkness. Right. It's actually the establishment of a new kingdom. So, um, breaking news, this just in. Yeah. Defense does not win championships. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> no, it's, it's Take the that, Patriots. that is, is winning uh, championships here. Yeah. Okay, so kingdom of God. Yeah. Um, and we've really been talking about kind of the establishment of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, we lo- I love this language, sort of Jesus goes on the offensive, mm-hmm. um, recognizing that there are rival kingdoms yeah. and that are at war with one another. So what does this actually look like? Is this, are we talking physical kingdoms? I mean, are you, are we talking crusades and, yeah. you know, Holy Roman Empire and politicians that read from the Bible when they get elected. I mean, yeah. is that what we're talking about when we talk kingdom? Is that the establishment of the kingdom that Jesus is talking about? Um, no, absolutely not. So you're saying Const- Constantine is, is not the goal. No, Constantine is not the goal. Okay. Um, you know, I think that, that we tread some, some ground that can be kind of, uh, off-putting in a lot of ways or challenge at least our American idealism. But yeah, the kingdom of God is, it is a physical one in the sense that it is here on earth, but it is not a physical one in the sense that it has borders, that it, it has territory or that it, it, it controls industry or that it um, is, a nation 
in the if you can't see you can't see my air quotes nation yeah, jackson's air quoting right yeah now. yeah sometimes it's referred to as a nation and we are referred to as a holy nation but it's not an established bordered land where you have to go in and out of customs once you go into it um it's not taking control of no but i, I think that's important that the kingdom of god is not political in that sense it's not territorial we would both say we don't believe that when jesus is talking about the kingdom that he's talking about america right yeah and he's not saying that you america are or should be like that's the kingdom and we need america to be christian in that sense yeah yeah exactly and i think in in some sense we might say that the physicality it relates to people yeah that the kingdom of god begins in the human heart well said and that we as we're physical obviously we have bodies and such so we are the presence of the kingdom of god but the kingdom of god is established person by person rather than state by state state. yeah exactly and i think that it's hard to particularly understand because we like to operate in a state of freedom or under the idea of freedom. And I think that there's an idea of freedom that comes in in with the kingdom of, of God as well, um, but not freedom as we think of it in um, kind of American terminology. Our freedom and our authority is given unto the people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's based to the, uh, the people and to the republic. Yeah, That's government it. of the people, by the people, people, and for the people. Exactly. Yeah. And that is not the case in the kingdom of God. It's a monarchy with Jesus at the head. Yeah. You know, um, no bones about it. I don't get a vote. Kingdom. Yeah. But we, we want to have some sort of autonomy within the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about... Um, we can kind of go that way of like how much autonomy do we actually have yeah. in the kingdom of God? Human freedom. Yeah. God's sovereignty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's not as if we get a vote in the kingdom of God. We don't have that level of autonomy in it, right? So what, what do you ab- think? The, the point you're making is that in the kingdom of God, Jesus reigns. Jesus rules. Amen. He is the king. Yeah. And we're his, his subjects. Yeah. Right. I mean, we we are those who serve the king. Well, let's take it a step further. We're not just as subjects. We're as ambassadors, right, in a Ooh. foreign land. Yes. So that implies that we are living. So ambassadors live in an embassy, right, which is part of the kingdom, but is not in the kingdom. It's true. So that might imply that we are living. We can live. We don't necessarily live in the kingdom of God. We live in the embassy of the kingdom of God. I like this picture. It's one that we can dive into because yeah. we have embassies all over the we world, have a, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. that's sovereign U.S. territory right there at that embassy. The U.S. rules, right? If you have your U.S. passport, you are on home turf. Bingo. Yeah. So what you're saying is that we're a bunch of little embassies in the world, but we're territory of the kingdom of God. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I can down with that. Sovereign, sovereign reign. Yeah. Well, and everyone that and everyone that claims Christ as Lord becomes his territory. We okay. have more and more embassies 
popping up by the thousands all over the world today. So Jesus is after world domination. Yes. Amen. Okay. Amen. But he's benevolent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you haven't figured out by now, uh, I, Jackson, am the one that's going to make really dramatic, bold statements. <laughs> <laughs> I paint with a broad brush. That's good. And well, it gives us, it gives us things to, to chew on, right? To wrestle yeah, with. I think so. Um, so we've talked about repentance. We've kind of danced a interesting dance in and through the kingdom of God, right? Yes. It's at least, it's, it's given us some context in which we're going to launch off into some other things here. But before we launch, biggest, what, go well, for Well, it. it's just the biggest thing about the kingdom, I think, for Christians is, is to recognize that we, we live in the context in which Jesus is Lord. Yeah. And that, that's what, that's what the kingdom language I think reminds us of. Yeah. Is that we're not sovereign. We don't rule our own lives. If we've given them over to Christ, if we're seeking to live life on the vine, then, then Jesus is Lord. Jesus is, is King. Jesus rules. And that's both a statement about our own lives. And it's also a statement about God's sovereignty, which is another term that we'll dig into, yeah. but over, over all, all things and over, over the whole world. Um, but I think, you know, one of the things that this will we'll, we'll talk about at a later date is how does this impact our understanding of politics? How does it understand impact, you know, voting in a, in a two party system? How does it impact how we think about the, the, the morality and the ethics of public policy? You know, cause I think that's where does this kingdom actually, does it take shape? Does it take form outside of individuals? Yeah. Um, so you've been asking those questions of how does this shape our politics? How does yeah. this shape voting within a two-party system? To me, you asking that question implies that it should. And I know that we'll we'll yeah. that's diving yeah. into something that that we're not quite we're not to that point yet. But even um being a part of the kingdom means that we going back again to last week, we view the reality of this world the reality of America, the reality in the context that w- in which we live through the lens of Christ, through yes. the lens of the kingdom. So everything that we encounter, everything that we say and we do, maybe we think it's a, a big deal, maybe we think it's a little deal. Those things should all be viewed through different eyes, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we have to remember that as those who are part of the kingdom of God, those who claim Christ as Lord, that that's our first, one of the ways it reorients our kind of vision is that that's our first allegiance. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if there's someone who claims Jesus as Lord, who lives in another country, that person and I are citizens of God's kingdom, first and foremost, before we are citizens of America or whatever country that person's a part of, you know, and that right there is a pretty big shift in, yeah. in how we see the world and how we see the people in the world. And so that's, you know, that's one of those areas where Jesus has to begin to reframe the way that we think about these, these topics and these issues. And so we've talked a little bit about repentance. Yeah. You know, we've did a, a tour bus tour of the kingdom of God, right? 
Yes. Uh, and and that's all laid a platform, a foundation for it's a it's a launching pad, right? Yeah, absolutely. But before we launch into all those other things, I think we would be fools, or maybe we'll be fools for doing this. But we that if we don't explore the last piece of the statement that Jesus proclaimed at the very beginning of his ministry, yes. repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Those three words yeah. change. It changes everything. <laughs> I think there's four, but... Is at hand? That's three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure where I got that before. Okay, uh, anyways, yes, you're in good hands. You can tell <laughs> Jackson and Dan. Yeah, the kingdom of God is is at hand. Well, it begins with Jesus. And that's I th- that's what we're going to come back to in this podcast, right? Yeah. Again and again, hopefully we will continually come back to to Jesus. But you know, it's clear that others have pointed to the kingdom of God. Ryan Moore, who mm-hmm. used to be one of the co-pastors here at this church, in his final sermon talked about the differences between Jesus and the prophets or the Jesus and those that came before him. And one of the things is that they pointed to the reality of the kingdom. They pointed to God's work in the world, but Jesus actually brought the kingdom into this world. Mm -hmm. He actually inaugurated the kingdom. And so in some ways for him to say the kingdom of God is at hand is similar to him saying, I'm here. Yeah. Right. I'm here and I bring the kingdom with me. And, where because because where Jesus is, there is the kingdom. Yeah. So I mean, Jesus is literally saying, All right, we just got a turnover. Now it's time for offense. We've been playing defense all game. Yep. Bam. Now it's time for offense. Let's go. That's Came what he's in, saying here. Strip sack the QB, Woo! got the ball. Yeah. And we run for the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to spend the rest of the time. I hope uh, that you guys have enjoyed these first two episodes, but we're going to spend the rest of the time from here on out exploring what it means to have the kingdom of God at hand. So Jesus announces it. We are on offense. We have been knighted into the kingdom of God. We are his ambassadors. We have taken over the offense, and we haven't really actually taken over the offense, but we're called into the game. We're a part of the offense. Jesus is still the play caller, but yeah. we're on the field. We're on the field. We're on the field. We're on the field. Yeah. So what we're hoping to do in Life on the Vine and exploring that concept of living life on the vine is how do we take up the mantle of the kingdom of God in our life through all of our interactions through all of our decisions through all of the things what is it that god is calling us to and does it make a difference does it make a difference mm-hmm. that we have given lordship of our lives over to jesus christ in big things doesn't make a difference in small things doesn't make a difference in things that we deem insignificant and how do we reframe and look through new lens, the new lens of Jesus Christ? How do we take our eyes out of the old lens or off of the old lens and turn towards Christ and all the things that we say and all the things that we do? Right? That's that's, that's yeah, what that's we're going for? That's the goal, yeah. Cool. I think there's an old song, which I love, and it's, but I think it might be wrong. Mm-hmm. And it says, 
It's, it's right in a certain way, but it's wrong in a certain way. It says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his beautiful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And in some ways, that's so true. Mm-hmm. And the invitation of Jesus is to turn our gaze upon him. And and the value, I think, that we give to the stuff of this world, to things we talked about in the first episode, success and and power, those things will go strangely dim. But in another way, in that way, the song is completely right. But in another way, turning our gaze upon Jesus is that which allows us to see with new eyes. And I think actually when we turn our gaze upon Jesus, things actually come into crystal clear 2020 vision Mm. for the first time yeah and that's what we want to explore what does life look like when we're seeing it for the first time man that's life on the vine right there life on the vine life on the vine well um it's been a lot of fun talking to you dan jackson always a pleasure and i'm really excited that we get to do this way more often and not just in our uh in our desk chairs outside your office this is basically just our daily Uh, conversations that Let's, we have in the office, but now in podcast form for yeah for everyone else to participate in. Well, and we'll be bringing in people. We'll be tackling different subjects. If you guys have anything that you'd like to listen to, that you would like for us to dive into, we are open to taking suggestions. Um, just drop us a line. Uh, find us in the halls, something, and let us know what you're thinking, what you would like to hear more about. Uh, we'll be back next week with something new something fresh but until then from the hannesey howard studio this is jackson and this is dan signing off over and out <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work, work on, on that, that. <laughs>